0: I think yeah, let's start one more time. I'll go back a little bit through. Okay. Good to go. Hey guys, welcome to Note Kaya Jai, a podcast where we take notes on life together as a team. And today, I've got an interesting guest. A person that I felt could share a different perspective on education, learning, and some other beautiful concepts. She is the director of Anvesha. And who better than herself to tell you a little bit more about Anvesha? So, ma'am, thank you so much for coming here. So, first of all, let's let the, let the audience know that, who you are, and what Anvesha is all about?
1: Wow, deep question. Thanks for having me. Um, Anvesha. So, the entire name or the complete name is Anvesha Composite Education. Yeah. And in short, we call it ACE or Anvesha, whatever we like it to be. So, Anvesha was um, incepted in 2014, Mm -hmm. right, by two individuals, Mm -hmm. actually, and... They had this very clear vision that a lot of people, a lot of us have mm-hmm. um, talent. A lot, a lot of us have probably gone through the whole schooling process. Mm-hmm. But with a little hand-holding, we could do a lot in life. It's about that little facilitation that people call, right? That little nudge, to you aage gaye, Head start. So that is how it started with that vision. And the entire concept was to empower those people who have been labeled as uh, traditional failures in life. So our our entire focus or our work, our vision has been to work with 10th dropout kids, right? And that is what we do. We, We realized... We've been talking, you, you and I have been talking before and we know and we've been interacting on Right to Education before. Yeah. And I spoke about how Right to Education Act was um, passed on to promote enrollment to schooling. There mm-hmm. were a lot of kids, there were a lot of little children who were not going to school earlier and government thought that's an important step to take. Education is a right. And we have to have every child get that opportunity today. So that was passed on. A lot of efforts have been put in to get students to enroll in schools. But a lot of, um, there's still a gap area. The gap area is people dropping out of schools, right? And there are different reasons people drop out of schools. There are social reasons, there are academic reasons. Some people are not able to clear 10th grade. Right. Especially those kids in uh, uh, government schools or those hailing from lower income backgrounds. They might not have the support that a lot of a lot of us do today. Right. Today, tuitions is just a very normal thing for every child out here. So they don't have all of those supports. And so the dropout ratio is also very high. Mm. Now, what do these kids do when they drop out of um, schooling or when they? You know, not pass.
0: Not pass. Not pass.
1: Uh, so, they're not, there weren't a lot of opportunities for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And those were the kids that we wanted to reach out to. Those mm-hmm. were the kids that we wanted to do something about. But, one, the core of it all was, we don't want to do charity.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Because charity you will do once, you will do twice. And... Over a period of time, it's not very sustainable to run anything or everything. Not like we have, uh, we never had CSR money. We never had uh, donation money, but we had that intent, right? And so we wanted to create a model around it, which was more sustainable in the long term. Mm -hmm. So a model that could... That could be replicated at all over India. We're not just talking about since we've started; it doesn't have to end with us. Yeah. It was just a start that had to begin with. So yes, we created a model. We catered to tenth dropout students, and uh, we're more in the more in the vocational space. Mm-hmm. So we could talk about it more as Definitely. we proceed from here. Yeah.
0: So that was uh, all about Anvesha. Now uh, to the audience, one thing that we forgot to mention was. Mm-hmm. About you. So I would like you to introduce yourself to the audience. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I guess I'm We, saying, we, we lost yeah. track of everything in that. Because uh, Anvesha is such a beautiful organization. Every time mm-hmm. I have heard from you about it. So I want my audience to know you as well. So uh, you can be a bridge that they can follow to that foundation. So I would like to know more about you.
1: Okay, to know more about me. So I'm a very private person. And you know that doing this is like, I'm probably sweating (laughs) (laughs) sitting here. But uh, okay, so since we've spoken about Anvesha, I'll give you a context from that Mm -hmm. as well. So I was academically, I was a well-performing student. I was always the kid in the class who was called a teacher's pet. Probably, right?
0: Understandable.
1: (laughs) Always uh, scoring good marks. But then over a period of time, I realized that that is not what education is about. That is just a small part of schooling that had to be done. And I wanted to find out more. I wanted to... Um, I had this inner need of breaking stereotypes for some reason yes. right I saw a lot of them all, everywhere mm-hmm. even today everywhere so I realized um, people would hate me for scoring too much yeah I wouldn't have too many friends and I realized I never studied for the sake of getting marks i I genuinely enjoyed learning I enjoyed mm-hmm. studying. Right, And finding out about things, and it was it was always a question mark: why didn't others like it? Mm-hmm. What is something that is missing for them that they don't like learning, and they actually think, that school Jana is a task, Padna is a task. So that's how my questioning started. That is yeah. how I began my journey. I've uh, worked with special education centers, mm-hmm. I've worked with different NGOs. I I I have a psychology degree. Amazing. Right. I've done psychology and but I was very clear I'm never going to get into psychology. Wow. <laughs> it takes a lot of emotional toll on yeah. you to sit with people. It takes a lot of emotional energy and strength.
0: Yeah. True. To do
1: that, to get true, into true. the field of psychology and counseling specifically. Right? I, so I, I can, understood I that. I can
0: attest to that because yeah. uh, which I have every, kiya hai every single person that I have counseled, mm. uh, to be honest, their stories, their uh, stories, they do affect you to an extent that you feel that you place yourself in their shoes because to begin with, you have mm. to understand that part of their life and it pains to see somebody struggle too much. But at the same time, I take pride in the fact that as a counsellor, a uh, psychologist's job is to get with them into the water and help them swim across. So swim with them.
1: Yeah,
0: that's Unke a saath. very
1: important point. Like a lot of people come to us and tell us psychology. I a psychologist ban sakta tha, ban sakti thi, because I can give advices to people. That's nice and that's weird. the last thing
0: you would exactly. want to do a <laughs> oh, psychologist never advice it's just not it's not empty advices it's uh, to be honest see a, a counsellor does advise people no doubt about it but when it is strictly keeping it uh, objective and staying away from the person it mm-hmm. becomes uh, consulting that you do but counselling trying to get in touch with people so it's more about being there as a moral support with them, and not mm-hmm. doing it for them, but seeing how they unfold and how how the scenario uh, is handled by them. So, a yeah. moral support a very big thing. So, to me, like when you talk about like you know, some people say that I mm. have actually had friends who say that I a very good psychologist ban sakta tha because I had seniors the mm. who got into business after taking a psychology degree. So, <laughs> I, every time I talk to them, I think that they would have done well, but they lack that one thing that a good psychologist should is empathy, not yeah. sympathy. Because when you advise somebody when we advise them, we are in their own place and we are just telling them, okay, this can happen, that can happen. So sympathy is completely different. It's staying away from the person. But empathy means I feel exactly how you feel and then I understand. Yeah. And perhaps let's just say a psychologist will not know exactly how they feel, but they'll try their level best to reach to that level. Ke nahin, I want to understand how you feel. I want to know how you feel. How do you And then you take a step further. And you are there on hmm. each and every step. So I think uh, same role is played by teachers in a person's life. What do you think? What's your take on that?
1: Yeah. So I was just coming to that. In yeah. fact, so psychology is not necessarily about counselling. Right. Yeah. So you use the foundation yeah. and learnings from the field of human behaviour to yeah. apply to a concept of education. Exactly. And uh, since you've asked me that question again, I have this strong, strong belief that schooling or academic system is not. Equivalent or synonymous to education. Exactly. Education is much larger. Education is a concept. Education has a purpose. right? It has not just a purpose of individual development. It also has a purpose of social development. It also has a purpose of economical development in so many ways. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. It's all connected for education. You and me sitting here today is... Part of education, exactly, right? Exactly. We're learning we from each something. other. Yeah, People cool. are learning from yes, us. We, yes. um, we are interacting. Definitely. Right? So education is, um, what do you say? A rainbow with a mm-hmm. lot of colors.
0: It's a spectrum.
1: It's a spectrum. And all we've been exposed to is one side of it, which yeah. is schooling. Even today, we'll just replace words so easily. India the education system is <laughs> very bad. Exactly. Right? But what we are talking about is something very, 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 very specific. Very, exactly. Which because at the
0: end of the day, um, when we talk about education system, my grudge with education system is the fact that it does not cater to specific needs of the students who are very diverse. So That's I'll interrupt I you there. Yeah. So
1: I'll interrupt you. The very fact mm-hmm. that you say that education system is not doing something mm-hmm. displays or is testimony to the fact that education system doesn't exist completely. Exactly. If it did, It would have been education. True, 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 true. So it's still building up. Education is not the end of things. It is a process. It's a process. process. It keeps building up. It Mm -hmm. is um, the day you achieve all the goals Mm -hmm. is the day you can say now is the next step of education. Now we have established the education in the country or anywhere in the world. So... If it's not doing something, if it's not accomplishing a basic human need mm-hmm. in the world, it's not existing as of yet. Yeah, It's still incomplete and there's things to be done. So we cannot criticize the thing that doesn't exist yet.
0: True. Like, uh, this brings me to the concept of the fact that nothing is perfect. Right? Um, no human mm-hmm. being is perfect. No concept is perfect. Um No, nothing that exists in this universe is perfect. Why? Because a state of perception is a concept constructed by us. Mm. And everybody has their own subjective definition of perfection. So what I personally feel is everything is complete only till 99%. And there is always room for progress.
1: You know, you you mentioned a very important factor, B, that everyone has their own sense, own perception. Yeah. Right? And probably own sense and perception of reality as well. You construct it. Yeah. And I think education plays a role Mm -hmm. of connecting different realities together.
0: Facts. True, 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 true.
1: Because we humans are social people. Right. A lot of us would want that um, education system was not justified or it did not serve my purpose. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times we forget that probably a part of our purpose is to contribute socially, connect with the other person. It's like a family concept, right? Sometimes a lot of times you don't agree with things. Sometimes you compromise a few things without calling it a compromise, without realizing because something means more than that.
0: Something like uh, what I mentioned earlier in our conversation that you can completely dis- disagree with somebody. You can be in completely opposite directions yeah. in terms of ideas, but you can still still love the person for who they are. So, no matter what.
1: Yeah. So education is that macro concept that we don't even realize what it's doing to us exactly. today. It's happening around us. Yeah. So a lot of times we would not be happy because there's a larger purpose to serve. Yeah. So I've always perceived education to be that. I have always perceived education to be a powerful force.
0: Mm-hmm. A connect. Yeah.
1: Right. A lot of times uh, we read newspapers and yeah. we read a lot of things we don't like. There are crimes, there are rapes happening and we want to do something about it. Yeah. right? And for me, that answer was education. Mm-hmm. That education can enlighten you To differentiate between right and wrong in the context. Mm -hmm.
0: It's subjective. True. Right. I I completely agree with that because um, I'm a strong believer of the fact that right and wrong are just concepts. And they are subjective to the opinion of the person and the situation that they are in. So no matter what I do. So let's just say for me taking something from someone was me borrowing it Mm. but for somebody else it might be stealing it so they they are the same same situation yet two different contrasting opinions about the same scenario so I very much agree to that you just mentioned uh, purpose right Mm. so I personally feel that purpose comes from within right because everybody needs to find out what resonates with them the most Hmm. I want to know what's your take on purpose? What do you believe that how can somebody find their purpose? Just like you did find yours.
1: Okay, so I wouldn't say probably I found mine or not. So, okay. I, so that again, I'll take back to few years when I was still a school kid. Mm-hmm. Right? And there was this decision that subjects choose you yeah. Right. And every day I would make a list of twenty things
0: mm-hmm.
1: I had to not do. Yeah. And that's when my mom got very worried. अरे What wo wo And she took me to my principal's office, and she sat down, and she's like, she doesn't know what she has to do. She just knows what she doesn't want to do. <laughs> and that's when my principal um, told her, you know, a lot of MCQ hota hai na, sometimes we work on elimination yeah we don't want to do this don't want to and over a period of time you'll get there it's a journey
0: true, 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 so true. for
1: me um finding a purpose is like that journey you have to do a lot of things probably that you'll realize you don't, don't want, want to, to do.
0: do yeah true a,
1: things that you perceived as your purpose but was not true and that That self-evolution has to happen. That self-realization has to happen. And a lot of times I think people would get very sad because they don't know what their purpose is. Yeah. Yeah, because we've made purpose such a big thing. You don't know what you want to do. You don't have a goal in life. You don't really know what to do next. So sometimes it's okay not to know, right? Because we'll get there.
0: You know, something that I have been a strong believer of and... uh, My mother said this to me. She sat me down, and because, like, uh, it was between the time where I had to choose which stream that I would want to go in, right? And what I felt was my future. So I ruled out every option and I felt, okay, I am hopeless, I have nothing to do. Then my Mm -hmm. mother sat me down. She said that there is a very huge secret. That all these successful people... Are not telling you. I was like... Okay. I think I have to listen... Because I follow a lot of successful people. I was like... Okay, what's I sat down... I And she... Told me something that... I have carried... All this time. She said... That... Guess what? Nobody has it figured out. I was like... <laughs> Shit! Oh my god! I mean... What do you mean? <laughs> like, all these people that are successful, they never knew they were going to be successful? I was like, yeah. So that means, is it okay if I don't want to be successful? I don't know if I'll be successful. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay. So that means I have to rule out the fear of failure because there is no final destination that has to be 100% definite. Because... When you, you should know what you want to do. You should know why you want to do. But Mm. when and how is never in your hands. You should know exactly how you feel. Why am I doing this? Just like you have such a great love for Mm. education because you enjoy it. And that's your why. When, and this Mm. podcast becomes my reasons because I enjoy having such conversations with people. So I know my why. I can create what we are doing. So you are part of Anvesha. So you know what you have to do and why you are doing mm. it. But when and how, it's it's not in your hands. It's not at all in our hands. And all we have to do is take life one step at a time. And you know, there's this uh, famous line in Rocky, right? I guess Rocky 3. Rocky Balboa's coach, he says, you have to go one step at a time, one round at a time, one punch at a time. And I love that. Because when I heard that, uh, the first thought that came to my head was, you have to live your life one breath at a time. One breath at a time. Because that's something that we lose track of. Breathing is important and staying conscious in this moment is important. Being aware of what happens around you is important, but not trying to control it, experiencing it. What do you Mm -hmm. think?
1: So, um, okay, you know, I was part of this uh, program by Mm
0: -hmm.
1: United Nations called Impratec. Okay. I think we just spoke about a while back. But I was a part of it and it. I'm trying to get this in place because it was an important, um, what do you say, realization in my life then mm-hmm. where we spoke about a lot of things. We went through a lot of things. And there were two, three things that I carried forward from there. Yeah. One was uh, purpose,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And the other one was ikigai.
0: Oh, I love that concept. Yes.
1: So let's not take it literally, but the beauty of looking at things um, in four different ways. Yeah. Right? It is not just about what you really want to do. Yes. It is about what I want to do paired with what I'm good at, which I have to figure out, right? No one can come and tell me this is what I'm good at and that's going to be an absolute thing about it. Yes. And... What the world needs, and mm-hmm. it has to be sustainable, and True. that's where it comes to this one point. you have to make money out of it. if you exactly. don't, you're not going to serve a lot of different um areas that you probably yeah. want to. and the third thing that I actually took away from the program was uh, relativism
0: okay let's let's go a little bit deep into that. can you <laughs> can you tell me a little bit more about it I'll
1: that? be very um like the layman about it okay, but okay and The thing that struck me was, uh, let's not be... The context that we just spoke about. How you can come from a school of thought where you believe this is the absolute. Yeah. And you just mentioned that, you know, live in the moment. Mm -hmm. This is how you're supposed to do. And that is your way of looking at things. That's your context. Yes. From where I might come from. Yeah. I might have a very different way of looking at life. Probably, I would want to plan ahead. Probably, I would want to um, decide what I want to do and move ahead with it. And uh, not live every day, but live for tomorrow. True. Okay, but that's relativism because nothing is absolute. Good for me is bad for you. Bad for you is better for me. Agreed. And... uh, because you just told me about how your mother told you that no one has it figured out. Yeah. So no one has the absolute answer. Yes. Right. And everyone has um, this concept of rel- coming from relativism where, okay, you might be right. Yeah. And I might be right too. And whatever you're saying might work for you, but not it might not work for me. Facts. And those are those are the things that we never listen or never think from the success story point of view. We this is how things have to be exactly. done. And he or she did this to become successful and this is the formula I have to follow.
0: Exactly.
1: When do we carve our own journey? When yeah. do we carve our own learnings and build it all together to form who we are today? And that, again, I'm connecting to education because education has that role to play in your life. True. To make you who you are. To create that circumstance, to create that environment, to facilitate that growth yeah. and creation of self. That is education. And when that does not happen, we have a lot of consequences happening. True. X, X Y, Z, etc, etc, etc. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like just thinking about the topic just we went through. It's it's so deep that like there's so many things we can talk about. There is There is so many things that we can, you know, share with people. But just like you said, nothing is absolute. Hence, people would have to find a way to interpret it to the best of their ability. Because I am responsible for what I say but I am not responsible for what you understand. That is something I'm, I'm, I I learned from my mentor and he always told me this, that you are completely and utterly responsible for every single thing you say and mean it the way you mean it. But you cannot take responsibility of how the other person understands it. Hence, choose your words wisely choose it very wisely. Because what that I can say that I feel this. I feel X, Y, Z. But the other person will be like, okay, did you mean A, B, C? how Google Translate? I say some Hindi name, Google Translate will give me some diverted version mm-hmm. of that name. No, this is not. So the world has uh, its own way to run. Everybody has their their like approach to life which is specific to them. And I personally feel people should be encouraged to find their own answers than having somebody answer it for them.
1: Um, an interesting piece that yeah. I would like to share with you. So when I went to do my master's, mm-hmm. right? psychology, everything done. I've decided I don't want to get into counseling. And now, two, three things, I get exposure. I decided that I want to get into education. I want to really take it up. I want to understand it. The first day of our course in Masters, my professor walked in and she's like, take a paper, take a pen, draw what education means to you. Wow. Okay? Okay. Draw one thing that signifies education for you. So, like you said, everyone has their own meaning. Everyone has to form um, a purpose. That was something that was very. What do you? What do I call it? It shook me in a way, right? Okay. Where I never thought of education as something so personalized. Yeah. Something that I could make sense of. Yeah. It was always government ne ye kaha hai, education means this. Uh, books mee education means this.
0: Yeah.
1: Rabindranath Tagore ne education means this. And that is what we perceived it to be. Exactly. I, had, I had never ever thought what it means to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Even though I decided I want to go there. I want to do my master's in it. And that was, that was a very important call without realizing what it really means to me. Yeah. And education, like we started off the whole conversation between us with what education, what I think of education. Yeah. And... So I went around. So for my thesis, I went, I actually took up the topic of asking people what education meant to them.
0: That's amazing. Right.
1: And you'd be surprised with the answers or the findings that I got. Not one of them, not one of them told me that uh, education to me meant uh, learning numbers or mathematics. Wow. Okay. Or English or sciences. But I did have people tell me that I want education to make me ready, to teach me how to form relationships, right? There was a person who told me, I wish education um, exposed me to sports. Wow! To, to, uh, I wish education, someone in education in my entire schooling journey, someone told me that purpose of education is uh, to break your inhibitions. So education is colorful, it's so colorful, and it is so personalized, but all those personal perceptions, purposes have to come together to form a larger purpose. That is when we'll have the complete thing exactly. around us.
0: Now, it's bringing me to something first of all, I'm blown away by the fact that like this is exactly like what I was expecting to hear <laughs> because to be honest um, when I first saw you, when I first heard you, right, and uh, you talked about the concept, I created a mental image that I want to find out what you perceive about education. Because I had my own viewpoints, right, like we shared it before Mm. as well. And I am surprised that a lot of people, just like you did your thesis on, so you, me, and a lot of people out there do believe that Education is way beyond information. Right. And that's where people need to draw the line. They need to understand information, knowledge and wisdom are three different things.
1: I'll tell you what, Twitch. I think that um, epiphany yeah. has already dawned upon people. True. Like you would meet a lot of people who would agree to whatever we are discussing today. Right, now the next step which I think a lot of us do not know is how to make it happen. Cool. Right, we've, I think we've gone beyond that conversation that education is more than books. Yeah. Yeah. It is much beyond. Um, we've had a lot of good concepts of multiple intelligence come in, promotion of a lot of extracurricular coming in the academics. We've had people uh, look at education at 21st century skills and different things which you would expect that yeah. um, to come in. But now the next step is कैसे kare.
0: Yehi yeah. pata hai kaise kare hai. Now the biggest problem uh, that I feel in trying to find out how we should do it is the fact that people need to more readily come out with their opinions. Because if, like, I, I don't know if you agree mm. with me or not, but people do fear sharing their opinion. Perhaps so. everybody has their own reasons. Some people hate going in front of people. Some people are introverts. Some people don't want to be judged. Some people have society judgment fears, everybody has their own reasons but unless and until people actually share their opinions and to be honest, social media, although it exists, nobody is willing to say what they actually want to say.
1: So I'll disagree on one part okay. of it, right? I'll say that people are not scared to share opinions. Okay. People are scared to share unpopular opinions. If it's not True. part of the herd, yeah. right, I will stand out. True, And that's not what I want. I don't want to be judged. I don't want to be looked down upon. I don't want to be questioned on why I think differently. So I would agree or I would share what I think as long as it's confirming to a certain set of opinions yeah in a way
0: fun fact all these people that actually want to be a part of the herd are the same people who look up to people who are successful because they went against the herd
1: yeah but again I won't blame them you know yeah. why because we have not given them a platform true so that they could be okay not confirming to the herd exactly Right, We have to play that part today. We have to play that part as individuals, as youth, as elders, as parents. Mm-hmm. I think parents have a very, very big role to play in how we are going to uh, shape up the whole academic system coming forward. True. Because if you think about it, you know business, I know business. Yeah. We know that schools, their customers are not the students. The customers it's are the, the parents. parents. So till parents don't ask for it, they're not going to get it. The
0: market exactly. is not going to give it to them. The thirsty person has to go to the well. That's that's that one line that in the field of education where they have like like to be honest, I wonder why I still call it the field of education where it has turned into a business big time, all the way from universities, colleges. They have created demand. Why? By, how? By setting huge standards that, Okay, you have to जाना है जाना IIT, jana hai, jana hai, wahan jana hai. you have to set these standards. And only then you will be selected. So, wo ek burden jo logo par a burden that people have It is such a crazy thing to me. I still cannot wrap my head around the whole concept. How do you take something so innocent, something so creative, something so vast, and chain it down to something so miserably controlled?
1: So I'll give you my unpopular opinion on that. I think it... The institutions, yeah. the educational institutions should function like a business. Okay. okay? I, I think, I don't know, but I think mm-hmm. if we were to run the institutes, uh, institutes as an enterprise, yeah. as entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. we would probably run it better. What really is happening is we are trying to Portray it as a godly thing. Yeah. Right? Academics, Matlab, Bhagwan, teachers, Yani, Bhagwan ka roop.
0: Another unpopular opinion, although people will agree, three major myths that were told to us as children living in this society. Beta, 10th pass karlo,
1: life (laughs) (laughs) panjayagi.
0: Tige. Second myth. Beta 12th Pascal lo life banja. No result. Beta test, Now your world shatters as soon as you enter the university. Mm-hmm. Shit, whatever I knew about this world does not exist. I have no clue. Now, another favorite opinion of people. Beta University Pascal Degree Leylo, job lelo, life set. And here, kids are starving for the fact that why am I not allowed to express my opinions?
1: So, um, I wouldn't disagree on that. In fact, I would give you an additional insight on this. Um, We were talking about the whole education purposes, right? And at a certain point of time in economy, Mm -hmm. the purpose of education was also to filter yeah. Okay. And that, that it's, there's nothing wrong with it okay. as long as it changes with the need of the hour. At a certain point of time, you could imagine the education or the academic system to function like a filter. employers, right? organizations. mid-organizations, So that is a role that the academic system was playing once upon a time.
0: The industrial era, as we all yeah. know. Yeah, and,
1: and that was an important factor at one point in time because otherwise, how do you filter out people? Yeah. Right, at a very, I'm being very blunt about it, yeah. but that is how it worked.
0: It worked that, true, true, true. it true, stayed
1: true. on, and that is the issue. Issue is not, so, it's doing that.
0: So basically, it is like a lawnmower that was started, Yeah. but they forgot to switch it off.
1: exactly.
0: And it's still cutting grass, even when the grass is all healthy. And it is good. It's
1: time to stop. Mm? It's
0: time to stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, to be honest, this has been so insightful that like, I cannot pick out my favorite line that you have said. There's a lot of things that I am taking right now. So, first of all, although people hate talking about unpopular opinions although people fear judgment although people do not want to go against the crowd how do you or if you were given a chance to set up a rule that everybody had to follow how would you solve this problem just a hypothetical situation no pressure (laughs)
1: I think we're already doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Um, so again, setting a rule would, would mean absolutism. Yeah, <laughs> You have to do it this way, you know. There's no other way. This way True. or highway. But um, it's about giving space mm. to people. True. And again, a very interesting story. Yeah. So I was working with an organization where we would work with school kids uh-huh. to uh, build aspiration in them, right? And that aspiration was built through a medium of debating, right? Okay. And um, I was doing a session with a few bunch of kids and uh-huh. the topic was, uh, should we explore space?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay? And there were groups, both of them, all the groups were discussing and every child would come up and say, no, space may... Kujmel sakta, elements of sakte, hame Venus Pajanachi, Mas Pajanachi. That was one point, and others said the otherwise. There was one kid who said, My space is a space around me. Okay. Okay, and I would want to explore it, otherwise, I would not grow. So at the same time, I would also want my space not to be chaotic or um, others coming into my space without my consent so you have to give me my space but I would be open to come to yours and you would be invited to mine and that was such a different way of looking at that is mind blowing right? how old was that kid uh must be 14 years old and at that that's, time.
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: And that is where it comes to this point that if we really want the unpopular, unpopular opinions to come out and people to grow as they are, yeah. as individuals, we need to give them space. And we yeah. need to create models. We need to create delivery systems where people have their space to grow as they want and not be charged. And we can play a small role in our own ways. It's not going to be done by me as an individual. Yeah. It has to be done by a lot of me's over many, 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 many cities and countries. And together, collaboratively, we would be able to do
0: that. Everybody mm-hmm. has to pull somebody in. Yeah. Everybody has to inspire somebody. Like it just like the the kids' thoughts that actually reminded me of something. Um, that a very famous personality, uh, Mister sir nelson mandela said he said never let somebody walk into your house with dirty shoes and when he says house he refers to your mind never let somebody walk your mind with their dirty shoes which is true because people need to understand that even though that we know what's wrong there's a lot of things that we don't know. I always, uh, th- there's this activity that I did uh, in one of my seminars. You know what pie charts are, right? So, um, like we, instead of pie charts, we, like, we did a Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. So, the huge circle is all the knowledge in the world, right? So, all you have to do is small, draw a small circle in that and do a dot. Now, that dot is everything you know. And the circle is everything that you know that you don't know. Everything that you are aware of that you don't know. Because you know what mm-hmm. Amitabh Bachchan is and what Amitabh Bachchan does at his house. But you know that you don't know what he's doing inside his house. Mm. So there is a lot of things that you need to discover. So I always say this to everybody and even, even a lot of the students that I have taught. That first space to begin in the step of learning is trying to understand and try to know things that you know that you don't know. Now that is a paradox. And that allows them to think.
1: So I had a very interesting seminar which I was attending and the exact conversation took place, right? And you know, you made a circle Mm -hmm. and you made a dot. Yeah. And there came the third view that we do not even know what we don't know, which is the bigger circle around. And that's where the humility lies. True. Knowing that there are things we don't even know that we don't even know.
0: We know that we don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> to be honest, there's a lot of concepts that we can go and talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay, just a, just a hypothetical yeah. question. There's a question that I throw at a lot of people. Hmm. Right? Uh, It is a paradox, right? Without a doubt. So I want you to answer this uh, on the basis of your beliefs and your understanding of the world. If you had to choose a path Hmm. and you had two options, you could either go left where nothing was right or right where nothing was left. Which side would you go to? Left or right?
1: So, right where nothing is is left left and left left where where nothing nothing is right. So, if you go to a place where there is nothing left, it's just you. yeah, Right? Or it's just me. I don't think as much as I'd like to be a private person and not let my space be consumed by others. I don't think I could survive in a lonely, lonely place. Okay. So I would want to go on to the right because I think and I believe we always find people who support us. We always find people who walk with us in the journey. Even when there is nothing right, you would always find the right people to take this journey with. And that is where the whole happiness lies, right?
0: Is <laughs> footage When is is a hypothetical question. I guess we'll have to go left right again. Again, okay. That one part only. One is a camera. Two piss on left. Mm.
1: <laughs> Never mind.
0: Hota Good to go. Okay. Just a hypothetical question. Now, this is a question that I ask a lot, right? And uh, I've got. Such beautiful answers from a lot of beautiful people. Amazing answers. It's a paradox. And the question is, if you had to take a path and you had two options, would you go left where nothing is right or right where nothing is left?
1: So left where nothing is right and right where there's nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So again, I might be someone who does not like to talk a lot, or I'm a I am a very private person, but I don't think I can survive uh, in a place where there's nothing left. Okay. Okay. And that is again coming back to the whole elimination thing. Because I cannot go left, I would go right for a very simple reason that We might have things which are not right, but I strongly believe that we'll always find right people Mm -hmm. who'll walk the journey with you. True. Right. And that that takes me back to this one research study I was listening TED Talk, in fact, I was listening to, where it spoke about what makes people happy. Yeah. You know, it summarized the long uh, happiness study they had done. And they spoke about, in the end, it is the meaningful relationships that you form yeah. that makes you happy. So yes, if I go left, have people walking with me, close people walking with me. Even if there's nothing right, I'm sure we can work to make things right together.
0: To we'll be honest... I love the way you put it because a lot of people, uh, when they listen to this question, they rule out the fact that how would they feel in that scenario, Mm. right? So a lot of focus when people answer this question is around what they will do with the scenario rather than understanding what would they do to themselves, To be honest, no answer is right in this question. There's no right answer and there's no wrong answer. Everything is right and everything is wrong. And I personally, I'm a person who would go left. Mm. But to contradict the same statement, I've always told myself that if I had a chance, I would go right. Mm. Why? Because then I would have a chance to create something from scratch. Which is once again a big deal. Amazing, yeah. And... To be honest, there's so many perspectives around yeah. it and I love paradoxes for the same reason. And um, coming back to the whole education uh, yes. wala sector, <laughs> I just love it. I just called it education wala sector. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there is uh, there is a lot of paradoxes that lie within the education system. Right. right, because initially when people try to understand them They do not get a hang of it not a this is classic question uh, I recently saw a meme Uspe The content was That the schools have been lying to us all our lives hmm. Okay, and the statements were First standard The sun rises from the east Sets in the west Third standard Sun rises from the east, sets in the west. Fifth standard. Suddenly, the world changes. Wait, the sun's not rising or setting. It's the earth that revolves around the sun. Hmm. And <laughs> hence, the school has been lying to us all this time. So, one thought that came to me is that irrespective of the childish meme that I saw, that even though that some things are there that we cannot explain, do we actually make effort in trying to understand what or how they work? What is your opinion? Because people are so busy asking why, hmm. they forget to ask what causes this. And I'm, I, I, I'll, ta- I'll share something with you after this, but I want to know, what's your outlook?
1: Hmm. So now we are talking about asking the what makes it happen instead of why, why
0: is it happening?
1: But I don't you think they all fall under the same bracket as long as you ask, right? True. Like even this meme, small meme that yeah. you just spoke about, you, you you would find kids or children who would go and ask the teacher, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: You
1: know? Or yeh, Kyun hota hai? Mm. And earlier, again, I would say that we are far, far better from where we were. Earlier, mm-hmm. your teacher might have just told, "Chup tum, abhi nahi, baad mein." Mm-hmm. It- itna hota hai, hota, hai. Bas hota, hai keh diya, hota hai. A lot of different ways. Today, asking questions is more important, and you'd probably be accepted if you do ask the questions. So it doesn't, to me, it doesn't matter whether you ask the what or the why or the why. You know the how or the why it's about asking the right questions it's about asking the questions it's not easy asking questions exactly you know it takes a lot of guts it's it takes a lot of self internal conflict question
0: exactly it is the most simple yet the toughest task yeah because, I
1: agree. because
0: it, it's 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 such because again i like, just like you said, the teachers usually, like, shh, abhi nay. Parents usually do that, shh, abhi They do that. And that's in a way, you know, telling the child that your questions aren't important. It, they might not mean it by their action. But that's the message that the child receives.
1: Sometimes unconsciously, subconsciously, you just do it. You're tired. Exactly. You don't want to answer. You don't know the answer. You say that. But yes, it's a very different way the child might perceive it.
0: As we come towards the end of the podcast, like mm-hmm. this has been such a delight listening to you and hearing to hear your thoughts, and I hope everybody out there who is listening to Miss Nehar, she has shared some great insights that, to be honest, mm-hmm. I felt were fresh for once because a uh, lot of things that we hear now are repeated over and over again. The media is constantly running it down, so. I, just like I did today, I just want to advise you one thing. Just remember this, that if ever you get a chance to sit with somebody and have a conversation that you have never had, do it and don't hesitate. You never know what turns out. And if you're willing to learn, just talk to as many people as you can. No matter who you talk to, when you talk or What makes you talk to them? Just remember, stay curious. And life will unfold uh, right in front of you. So, our viewers, if they wish to contact you or they want to give their contribution or their support to Anvesha, how can they contact you?
1: So, they could write to me, email. Um, they could call me up. They could drop a WhatsApp if that's okay. more comfortable to a lot of people. Yeah, and they could follow us on social media. So we okay. have uh, a Facebook, nice, quiet Facebook page, and okay. we have a website.
0: What what name is the uh, the name? What's the name of the page?
1: So uh, the website is www.acefound.org. Ace found as in A C E F O U N D acefound.org and um, our Facebook page is again Anvesha Composite Education Foundation. So that's lovely. Just look it up. I think net is very
0: easy to (laughs) (laughs) find everything we want to. Internet's given all the access. And uh, if you cannot find those, we are going to attach the links right in the description so you can check it out. And I love the work Anvesha is putting in to change the outlook on education and changing our definition of failure where failing is more of a situation and failure Mm. is not a person but a situation. So this will be us. Thank Thank you you so much. much.
1: Thank you so much. Loved listening to you. Loved interacting with you. And I hope we can have new perspectives coming in from people who listen as well.
0: Oh, yeah. I hope that uh, like people resonate with this. I hope people contribute and support the whole uh, motive that Anvesha has taken up, and people get to uh, you know resonate with your ideas as well. So mm-hmm. thank you so much, Miss Nehar. It has been amazing. It has been very refreshing, mm-hmm. and I could not have predicted such a delightful conversation because. <laughs> To be honest, education might be something that people have talked about a lot but at the end of the day having somebody who has been there in the field looked in the corners where nobody actually takes time to look and it's it's very refreshing to find out that there is real people trying to solve real time problems where people are busy Quarrelling about sh- mm. shit on social media. I shit you not. They are doing that. Ah, it has been great. Thank you so much. And this is us for this episode. If you want to keep hearing our content, if you want to keep listening to such amazing ideas, just like Miss Niharika did. <laughs> If you loved this content and if you loved the thoughts Ms. Nehar shared make sure you drop a like drop a comment check out Anvesha Foundation and we'll be here learning taking notes on life together in our next episode. Cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> uh.